Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. It's funny hearing you tell that story about you going down to do your TV spot yeah. and you forgot your pants. And then the security thing. Then the on security the pants. tag. Yep. Reminds me, I uh, I was one of the groomsmen in Jim Rome's wedding. And a decision that he probably regrets at this point. But that's here, neither here nor there. Everyone makes mistakes. <laughs> not, I was a la- I was a last minute call up. Somebody else dropped out, and I I basically was on waivers, and Wait, I was, got called up. Was this the Mesa could it go? <laughs> Trav could it Bas- go? Basically, top three. I, I was in the room when the guy dropped out, and I think that's how I got the call. Numbers up. needed to be even. The numbers <laughs> needed to be even. Exactly right. So anyway, it's a beautiful wedding up in Napa, mm-hmm. and they you know the tuxedos that were rented for the groomsmen were really really nice this this you know they were very very nice very expensive and everything else and jim was very gracious and he was going to take care of all this stuff and and it was great so did you get him at ross (laughs) no it was at a (laughs) very nice place right so i go to pick up and you know guys we've all gone to pick up that bag of tuxedo stuff it's all in a giant bag right it was everything. It, yeah, yeah. It, shoes, cufflinks, yeah. jacket, shirt, the, tie, the, bow the, tie, whatever. Yeah, everything. Yeah, everything. Everything's in the bag. Okay. I didn't go through the bag. The guy that handed me the bag okay. didn't go through the bag. So we get to this winery up in in Napa, and I'm taking the, the the wedding is that night. It's a nighttime wedding. Yeah. And I'm hanging this stuff up in the closet, and I'm like, there are no pants here. <laughs> They're tuxedo pants. Like, they're a very specific type of pants in a very, very nice tuxedo. I don't have the pants. I'm in Napa. You know, Napa, there's not a there's not a Nordstrom rack around every corner, right? It's not a men's warehouse. Do you know where I found pants that had nothing to do with the tuxedo? They were just black pants. Okay. In fact, I think they were dickies, like work <laughs> pants. Okay, it's the, it's the closest thing I could find. You know where I found them? A thrift store. Cool. Kmart. Yeah. I got black dickies at Kmart and wore them to the wedding. Like I had on the tuxedo shoes, oh the tuxedo gosh. shirt, the tuxedo jacket. I looked pretty good, and I was wearing dickies to the wedding. That explains the relationship with you and Jim. <laughs> yeah, well, wasn't my fun. It all went downhill <laughs> exactly. after that. There were a lot of other things that went down, but I, I Bro, remember. that's hilarious. I said, hey, there's no paint. Like, and there's no way. You can't fix that with four hours to go. So this was, shoot, this was in 1990. Eight. Yep. So it's not like there's iPhones and everything no, where you can figure no. this stuff Ain't out. Happening. It's like I go down and I'm like, is there a store around here I can buy? But she's like, there's a Kmart that's a couple. You know, they might have. All right. So I went into Kmart and got tuxedo. Guy pants. walked out with a Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> toys. Yeah, and 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 black dickies. He got a new basketball yeah. and a pump. <laughs> it was. It was a lot. It was a lot.
<laughs> after the Trojans' dominating win on oh, Saturday night over San Jose State, it's time for the Nevada Wolfpack to come into the Coliseum this Saturday. Listen to the afternoon show today for your chance to win a family four-pack to USC and Nevada from 710 ESPN. Um, okay, so Jorge, well, I, I don't yeah. know how much of the Dodger game you got to actually watch while you were having your cocktails and eating your food and enjoying yourself the way that you were. Really uh, hard to watch nice. a game when you're that close okay. and you're drinking but and there eating. Is, there and is something like, I want to look into the dugout. I want to look here. I want to see who else is sitting around sure. me. There's a lot to Yeah, look I at. did want to look at everything, but I, w- I didn't want to be that guy like on my phone. Yeah. Like, when I felt like I wanted to, like I saw Kershaw up there. Did you hear anything good from the dugout? Did you hear anything? No. Like, no. Nah, like, I'm, I'm watching. I'm did you try to chat up the guy on deck at all? No. Did Beto? No, no, no. Beto was just heckling the uh, the ump. <laughs> nice Jordans. How many pairs do you have? The guy turns around and says, six. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know you would have made that call? Beto has deep knowledge of random things. Oh, yeah. Like, he, like umpire knowledge, referee knowledge. He's it's, yelling it's at, pretty the, good. at the groundskeeper, hey, Renee's better than you. And like, who the hell's Renee? He's, Renee's the other guy. He's just better he's better than you i got you on video <laughs> just a fun time with better man it was it was a lot, a lot it, i'm super jealous that looked those i i've i've never sat in a seat that good at dodger team i've had some really good ones but mm-hmm. not that i mean you're basically on deck man and then i'm watching some of these plays from the diamondbacks uh, there's one that was hit down the line down first base this guy just scoops it it was so fast it was a hit <laughs> so hard i'm like bro Dang. There, there is something about we watch on tv yeah and you lose the, the speed yeah, and it's like, oh, well, how come he didn't make that play? Probably because that ball was hit 100 miles per hour <laughs> off the bat. That <laughs> could have something that's to do why. with it. And your reaction doesn't happen. Speaking of that, just ra- random aside, mm-hmm. you just said 100 miles off the bat. You know what happened last night? Shohei Otani hit the hardest ball of the major league season last night. Mm-hmm. 118.6 miles an hour. With the UCL injury? With the UCL injury. The, the guy that he... Before or after the waivers? Uh, after. 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 Oh, okay. He hit a ball 118. Jeez. That's the tied for the t- him, Stanton, and one other guy have had a 118.6 this season. And Otani's was like had like four of the top ten. Just anyway, you, he mentioned that it made me think of that. Just an extraordinary accomplishment. What did happen at Dodger Stadium last night? That just it's one of those things, and maybe it's just me being a huge baseball dork. I don't know. Probably Clayton Kershaw pitched poorly last mm-hmm. night. And he struggled. He couldn't land his curveball. He was behind guys, which he never is. He wasn't sharp. He just didn't look like Clayton Kershaw, gave Hall of Famer. Jack. Gave up a home run. But at the end of the night, he pitched five innings. He gave he up one run. run. It's just that that's the difference between look, these are all major leaguers, like you're talking about, Jorge. They're all good. When they're on, they're on, right? When they're on, I don't care who it is, if it's yeah. Lance Lynn or Julio Arias or any of these guys, sure. If they're on, nobody hits them. The difference is, are you not on and, and you could still nobody get hit it. you? Mm. And that's what he did last night. He picked up his 209th win, tied Don Drysdale for second all-time in Dodger history. And it just was a master class on how to pitch in the big leagues without your best stuff. I, I was so wildly impressed by it because he just – they were. T- I think Dontrell Willis did the game last night, and you could tell Will- Dontrell was geeking out on it too. Like this is actually incredibly interesting to watch because he he doesn't have it tonight, and nobody got anything. He got one home run. One guy backspun one. Cor- Corbin Carroll hit a home run. Yeah, really good play. What? That's the difference between being a good, good player, yeah. yeah, a very good player, or a legend. And yeah. he's a legend. It's a it's a good observation. You said when you don't have your stuff, go look at the stat line. Gave up one, one run. run. 
and the danger of, oh my gosh, this can become a bad inning or you can lose control of a game and he gets that fly ball, he gets that ground out, whatever it is, right? However he gets out of it, it is a good observation. Okay, one thing I want to ask you. So we, we, we talked a, a little bit about this before I asked Slee. They're 23-4 and four in August. Yeah. Okay? Stupid. Can I ask you, are they this good? And I'm, I'm, Properly try to explain what I'm referring to. They're 82 and 49. Okay. To have this type of a stretch, explain to me what the stretch is. So hard to do. It's 160 game, 162 game season. To be, baseball, it's so easy to lose two or three or three or four to a team that's not all that. Here you are. You already won the Diamondback series. Um, go back to any whether pick any of these last few series that they had. I know they got Atlanta coming up. They mm-hmm. they're not just beating teams; they're dominating they're them. them. Are they this good, or are they just on a crazy, incredible tear where it's not just Mookie and Freddie? Which don't get me wrong, Mookie and Freddie <laughs> are amazing. Start. Hayward's making it happen. Peralta's making it happen. Um, you know who's really Will good Smith, again? Max Muncie. Uh, all these guys. You know who's really good again? Mm-hmm. James Altman. Mm-hmm. Like he's like I know he got off to that crazy hot start and then really scuffled for a few months. That dude's a legit player all over again. I think what you're getting at is is a good question because are they this good? No, nobody's this good. No, nobody goes. What did you say? Twenty four and three. Twenty three and four. Twenty three and August. four. Twenty three and four. That's absurd. What this is is a very good team that's super hot playing against mid-competition. So all three, they're already good. Mm-hmm. Now they're good and super, super hot, which they all are. And then you give them a bunch of series against teams that are mediocre to below average. That's how you go 23-4. and four. They've played the A's. They've played the Rockies. They've played Arizona a couple of times. Took the Red Sox, they, the, the, the Guardians. Sox, the Guardians. These mm-hmm. are the, the best team they've seen in this series was Milwaukee. And they swept them. And Milwaukee's pretty good. So they had to beat them in, in a real series. But the rest of that run that they've been on this month, the competition has been mediocre. They're really good, and they're hot. That's a nasty combination to rip off a bunch of wins. And that's what's happening. Yeah. My only sure. – Concern is the wrong word because the, you have no control over this. It happens when it happens. Can I finish your sentence? Sure. They're hot a little too early. Is yes. that what you're? Is it you're playing your best baseball? And listen, the good thing is we're not in June. We're not in July. I would prefer it in June or July, quite frankly. Mm. I would prefer it in June or July because, look, it, it goes like this, right? It goes in waves. You, yep. you 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 are what you are is in the middle of the wave line, right? And when you go up above it, it always kind of comes back, and then it might dip a little bit below that mediocre point. That's how you get They're that average at the very top of the wave. At the very top. Now it's gonna they're gonna cool. It's baseball, it's gonna happen. They're gonna play the Braves this weekend, right? So it's probably gonna cool a little bit, probably, but they're not gonna stay up here. At some point, instead of hitting five hundred, yeah. you're gonna cool off. And if you get if you hit five hundred for a month and you're a three hundred hitter, that means a two hundred month is coming, right? Or it's already happened. You can't determine when you get hot. You don't know how you got hot. You don't know how you reheat. You don't know why it goes cold. Sure. It just happens Mm -hmm. and the team that wins the world series more often than not is the team that has this moment we're like it's just happening yep we're just everybody's clicking the bottom of the order's producing our bench is pretty good our bullpen's on a hot streak you're on a just a bit of a heater 
And they're on the ultimate heater right now. A heater doesn't typically last three months. No, of course not. And I mean, the Braves have been in the same situation, too. They've been really hot yep. almost in the entire season. Well, they had the little dip around the yeah. All-Star break, yeah. but, but you're right. But again, this is they're in kind of the same boat. But they're, they're really, really been, good, but I don't know who's had a 23-4 and four run. They haven't done this. They're, yeah. they're awesome. They're mm-hmm. really good. For, I know we're all looking forward to the Dodgers and the Braves in the NLCS as the two best teams in the there's probably a 50-50 shot that that's not the matchup. Only one of them has to lose, and we don't get it. Only one of them has to have a, a bad, bad week. three days, yeah. and, and yeah. you're out. And look, the Atlanta Braves lost a series to the Oakland A's this year. The Dodgers lost a series to the Kansas City Royals this year. Yeah. Ish happens. It just does. It wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't say, you know what they should do? They should make a bunch of outs and cool off so you can get no. You just kind of ride it while it's going, and right now – Everything is going their way, and I'm not so sure that if Mookie doesn't have a monster weekend, when Acuna's in the building as well, mm. and Acuna's just his his average is still pretty damn good. Like his mediocre play is better than most, but that head to head, the last time we're going to see these guys head to head, maybe that maybe that's the guy that wins the MVP before the vote. Before the vote, because they could potentially face in the playoffs. Yeah, but that doesn't count before right. the votes yeah, are in. Just do regular season. That if Mookie mm-hmm. goes out there, and Mookie is just unconsciously hot yeah. right now yeah. and if he goes out there and, and hits sure. a couple of home runs steals some bases makes a great play in right field drives in a winning run and Acuna just you know he goes four for 20 on the weekend it's different what's, what's funny is a couple months ago the numbers were still insane right Mookie I know it's even more insane now but what I think has brought them back Mookie back into this race is the separation between the two teams is now not not that you know it, it's not like the Braves have a ten game a ten games better than the the Dodgers or anything. It's one two in the in the uh, NL. You know what Acuna might do though, which yeah. is going to be hard to argue that he shouldn't have it. He might do the first ever thirty sixty season in the history of Major League Baseball. Thirty bombs, sixty, 60 stolen steals. bases. It's never happened before. Anytime that. Oh, how about this? Otani's never done that. <laughs> there's a list of things that Otani hasn't done. It's a pretty good list. Have you seen the, um, and I'm trying to look it up right now, the top three in stolen bases? He's at 61. Um, Ruiz is at 51. And then uh, Corbin Carroll's at 40. Look how much. He has 21 more stolen bases than the third. Than the third guy. You know who's oddly high on that list? Mm-hmm. Freddie Freeman. <laughs> Freddie Freeman's got like 23 or 4 steals He's For him it's like all timing He just knows how to play yeah. He just knows how to do it Alright, um, we all know how much M loves TV How much she loves movies How much she likes to offer her opinions on things I don't know if I've ever seen her more enthusiastic About a show than she was this morning That's coming up to- next, not tomorrow Next, 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 next Travis Lee, 710 ESPN Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. That's his favorite rap album. I know. First, first rap album. Yeah. It's a good rap album. And, and every time, I, and it's the, the funny thing is like listening to it, and this is me in high school, but I was like trying to, like I was stashing drugs or something. <laughs> like, were you not allowed to have it? Hell no. Yeah. My name is... My yeah. name is. I couldn't play. The well, they didn't even like. Is gonna get you. Uh. They yeah. wouldn't even. <laughs> they wouldn't even understand. They wouldn't even give it to you. <laughs> You're right. They wouldn't. Couldn't even comprehend what the hell was going on. No. I had this Definitely one with my uh, Discman. I have a Sony. Yeah. Oh CD yeah. Player, dude. Yep. And then you would run or walk or step, hit the stairs, and it would skip. You guys <laughs> ready to feel old for a second? Uh, Walkman. No. Oh. Hold on, Emily. Did you ever buy a record or a cassette? Yeah. You did? Yeah, my first car that I had had a cassette player. Oh, okay. Do you and remember what the I first thing you bought was? I have records and I have CDs. But uh, by the time you were buying music, it was all digital, right? Or the vast majority no, of it. No, it was very physical still. Oh, okay, good. I got it. So, I, I, I mean, I think- You're old. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> yeah, not <that> Boomer. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> she got carded so. yesterday. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, my- uh, my family had these cassette tapes that we listened to on on drives and stuff. So we had those. We used to listen to books on cassette tape, and then I had CDs, and then obviously then. Do you remember CDs. what you spent your first money on music wise? Like it's your money. It's my decision. I want to buy this. Aaron Carter's first album. Wow. Uh, and I had a, you know a huge crush on him. Sure. So yeah, it was it was Aaron Carter's first album. Jorge, do you remember? No. No. No, nah, not one of those. And he sings. Oh, I want candy, which is, I think, a remake of an old song. That's a Bow Wow Wow song or something like that. I think that yeah. would be something like that. Ready? Prince, Purple Rain. Mm. That's the this, that's the first one I remember spending my own money on. That was in the seventh, good investment. seventh grade, something like It's a good record. Yeah, it's, it's a good, good record. There's a lot, of, a lot of bangers on that one for sure. Um, so I did it. You you during crosstalk yesterday we were talking. Mason came in here and said, "I just you finished up with Stretch Lab," and he was giving me a little grief. And he's like, "You should do it." I did it. You know my aversion to stretching. Okay, there were I think four or five of them when they walked in. Did they like clear out the room and everybody had? To, they were great. Like an operating room. Well, this is an argument that Susan and I have had that goes back literally. 20 years like you need to stretch more you know and i don't like to do it yeah I, it makes yeah we me, learned about that on, right and you and i have had the argument you got mad at me like i, I was susan well you were a proxy for the same argument that i'd had a million other times so i go in there and my guy tommy not our tommy but yeah. tommy from stretch labs like hey you know what what do you want to do i'm like well you know probably legs hamstrings my low back those are the things that he goes all right and very slowly and methodically gave me 25 minutes or so wow. and really kind of worked on my legs, my glutes, my hips, my low back, all this stuff. And the whole time I'm doing this, I'm thinking something's going to pop. That, no, some snapping. No, because he was very professional sure, sure, and diligent sure. in all these things. But I'm thinking I'm not going to be able to walk tomorrow. I haven't stretched like this, never mind in months or, or even years, ever. 
I, I literally have never gone through a stretch okay. like that. And I'm thinking, um, this, this is a huge mistake. I feel great. I, I don't feel good. I feel great. Emily, is this one of those situations <laughs> where no matter what you say, when we say it's going to be good for him, it's just the messenger is the problem? I told yes. you so. It doesn't quite say it. <laughs> the you messenger is the problem. Time. You, know, you should have like, seen him yesterday. No matter how much you try to force stretching on him, it's going to have to happen on your own time. And again, I'm glad that the stretch lab This guy gets home. He's running 40. He's running the 40. So yesterday, I'm, I'm working in the back, and I see him walk through the hallway, and he's like, dude. You're not going to believe this. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I was like, wait, you did the stretch lab? He's like, yes. I'm like, so you didn't sound like a piano? He's like, no. It was amazing. It's like, like, Bro, yeah. yes. I'm very happy that you went in. I feel terrific. So I have a little bit of soreness like in my yeah. hips, but yeah. nothing crazy. And my back is nice and loose. My hands. I what feel thought. <laughs> really, really good. It's like someone coming up to me being like, wow, this. have you heard this one Taylor Swift song? <laughs> it's so good. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, he looks at me. He's like, look, I'm standing taller. I feel taller. <laughs> yes. So That's when amazing. is, are you doing hot yoga this weekend? <laughs> An hour and a half. <laughs> Shirt off in the park. After <laughs> yeah. like um, two more, you can do it. I'll put it to you this way. The next time they come through, You're I'm going definitely in. getting That's on the awesome. side. And nice. I'm going to wear better because I, I was dressed like this. Yeah. L- literally, same pants, <laughs> the whole thing. Oh, and no. it was glorious. I, Tommy, good job, my man. You did a wonderful Ooh. job, and I feel fantastic. So shout out to those guys doing a great job. All right, now I'm going to go look real quick. But oh, I, uh, You already did? So... I get home last night. Yep. I tell Susan, I'm like, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna believe what I did. And I mm-hmm. told her, and she goes, you, you know, there's one of those around the corner, right? There's one literally around the corner. There's a stretch lab in the strip mall with our grocery store and everything else. It's right there. That's First awesome. off, I don't, I don't, I'm not surprised you don't know, <laughs> right? That's like a certain type of business that you just will never it's like go a plumbing into. Plumbing supply store. I'm yeah, not, right. I'm not I, going I, in there. I don't know how to do I'm that. I'm not going in there. But now that you do know. Brother, we have some trade over there. I, you can go more than once a month. Do they do like you have to do one one by one? Just say that the investigation process has begun. There we go. That, that nice. we're going through it. And Susan's like, is there like a friends and family? I'm like, take it easy. Take it easy. We'll, we'll get let's take care of me first, you know. It was it It's was always awesome. about you, Susan. <laughs> she 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 did the same thing you did. Like, you are so dumb. Like, I've been telling you this for 30 years. Like, what what if I if you don't trust me, who do you trust? Like this is a long lasting, stable really, relationship built on mutual respect and love. Why didn't you? Why why did you think that I wouldn't give you the honest do answer? Do we all do we all have like a a friend that I don't know they they refuse to go to the doctor or their knee's been bothering them for a long time and they just they just limp every day rather go seeing a doctor and then they go see a doctor is like hey I feel so much better my knee feels good. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. feel like that was you right there. Feel great. He was excited about the fruit guy, and after stress stuff, he's like, "Oh, no more fruit guy. I'm, I feel better now." I, I completely <laughs> forgot about the fruit exactly. guy. I was walking. I was. <laughs> I was go. walking on clouds. I come in this morning, and uh, Emily usually beats me uh, to the office. She's in her office, and I'm walking around to the studio. She goes, "Travis, come here real quick," and then Emily take it from there. You, which which, yeah, which yeah. sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's just good morning, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah. But occasionally it's, hey, come in here, I got to tell you something. Yeah, so I, you know, was 
thinking about what I wanted to watch last night. I was like, do I watch Hard Knocks? Do I watch, you know, you know, Seinfeld? Do I watch something else? Because I'm actually going through Seinfeld right now. But um, I was like, let me just let me just put on the BS High Doc because I was like, I might have enough time to finish this documentary. And the documentary is about Bishop Sinkmore High School and like the kind of convoluted con man behind the whole thing. So if you don't know anything about the story. You don't have to know anything about the story going into it, but if you do, I knew the basics. I I, I listened like one podcast. I'm from ESPN Daily talking about it. I wasn't deep into it, and no, it was like a year and a half ago. So I was like, the details are kind of fuzzy. So I go in. This guy. I know nothing about the guy at the center of this. Do you know the story? No, I don't think I know. I don't think I know the story. That's totally fine. You don't have to. So the guy going into it, the guy who's like the mastermind behind all this, is the most interesting con man because he's lying straight to the camera and then the director will be like you know we have research that you're wrong and then but he's like he, but it's also almost charming too like you almost believe him at the same time so at one point in time this isn't a spoiler or anything but he's like uh trying to say it the director asked did you know that these kids were not high school eligible due to their age and he's like is there an age limit in high school? Show me, show me. Where is it? And the next shot is them just plopping down the book of the OSHA. <laughs> yeah, the rules. And so it's not just. So this, we gotta fudge his age a little bit. <laughs> it's not just this main guy, this main character that's like the issue, but it's or not the issue, but the funny part. It's like they have these video people that were involved that are hilarious. There's this one like I'm sorry, guy, but you're a nerd. There's this one nerd at um, the Ohio State uh, high school, like board or whatever that investigates it and like his friends like yeah this guy's a nerd he loves he loves rules he loves numbers and he's like yeah i do love numbers and then he's like the one that's cracking his knuckles getting into it on this guy so there are so many interesting characters obviously they talk about how you know these kids were affected these kids are going to high school these come from underprivileged backgrounds so they address that for sure so it's not all lighthearted and funny but it is very funny it's the best sports documentary i've seen in a long time because it's just like it's not you get what you wanted from this. You get the new knowledge. You get the stuff. You get to see the con man. And, I'm you in. know, he didn't super hurt anybody. So just for people that maybe don't, just a little bit of background. And the there was Bishop Sycamore High School, for doesn't exist. Okay. Right? They created a football team that they pretended was this high-level football team. They were on ESPN playing against some IMG very Academy. IMG Academy from Florida, and they were losing games 68 to that. Guys, it was just a joke. They were getting ste- – they were playing multiple games a week. They were mm-hmm. running this thing, and nobody knew it was a fake place. And then it did break Maybe that I it was a fake this. place. And ESPN and the people calling the games like, we've never even heard of these guys. And yeah. it started to unravel pretty quickly once it went public. <sighs> and this is the documentary about that. But it also shows, it's, it's almost like, you know, if you like cult movies or cult shows or series, you might like this too because it's, again, this, this one cult of personality, this one guy who just believes anything is possible and believes he's not wrong. And you can see how people could be fooled. And he got... Like the idea of a scam, like ah, so it, the the lid's gonna get it. The lid didn't get blown off for a very long time. Yes. Like he got way down the road. How, how, like we're talking, it was on ESPN. Not but like was ESPN. it was it around like was a, it around for years? No, no, it okay. was like I think a totality maybe like eighteen months. Yeah, it, it did not That's last a long very time. Long. It got onto ESPN, like not the Ocho. It was on ESPN. 
And yeah. so this is called BS High, like B as in boy, S High. It's on Max. And it's only BS ma- for Bishop Sycamore. Yes, of course. <laughs> it's a perfect name. Uh, no. And um, it's only 90 minutes. It's a pretty quick one. And okay. it's one, it's, it's a movie. It's not a series. So you can kind of get in and out in the entirety of the thing. So if you're looking for something to watch, I would highly recommend. Factor Caps coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, guys. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to Carl and Culver City's Trader Joe's because I went there after I swam yesterday. I swam at the Culver City uh, Plunge, and then I went to go get food for dinner, and then I was checking out. I looked terrible. I looked like I just got out of the water and just... <laughs> Terrible, and he you still like, had the swim cap on. <laughs> no, but I had uh, you know goggles all around. Um, and he, you know, I, I bought a bottle of wine. He asked to see my ID, and I was like, sure. And then he chatted me up a little bit about, oh, it's from Connecticut. And anyway, we got to the point where he's like. Oh, you work for ESPN? It's like I listen all the time. So, again, Carl, if you're listening, shout out to you. What up, Carl? Yeah. Um... By the way, she kind of buried the lead there a little bit. Yeah. She gets carded for wine. Hey, what's up, Paul? That's impressive. <laughs> I would card her. That's impressive. Yeah. I, I probably would, too. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Brenda hates it when they ask me for that. Oh, idea. Brenda's getting carded oh. for sure. Oh. <laughs> no, she doesn't. I get carded. Oh, you do? Yeah, she's like, hey, can I see your IDs? I'm like, sure. Here it is. And she's a lot like, of places too uh, just have a policy of asking everybody. But <laughs> not, yeah. not everybody, Em. Not everybody. Yeah, all right. Uh, so the Jaguars officially cut Josh Peterson, who's the tight end, who is the son of Doug Peterson. They have since signed him back onto the practice squad. So again, the, the coach's son couldn't even make the team to get off with. So you would find it hard to work with your kid or your dad. Tra- Travis Fettercap. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to answer this because I'm, it's cap to one and fact to the okay. other. So I'm going to say, because I had kid or dad because yeah. uh, of this situation. Y- yes. So, so Travis, you would have a difficult time working with your kid. Fact. Fact. Because you're never not the dad, right? You're, you're always their father. You're always looking out for their interests as their father, as opposed to looking out to their interest as their boss or somebody that's trying to collaborate on a project. That I think I could work for my dad because the dynamic would be similar to what we have already yeah i I think and i think you'd be a great boss but i would i would not be a good boss to my kids i think i'm a decent dad to my kids but not a good boss so al could you work with your dad fact um can you work with your dad cap um (laughs) (laughs) i I could not uh and you know my dad passed a while back but i i always i always say this like and I joke around with you. There was a time where my dad literally wanted to open a garage, right? He wanted to open up like a like a mechanic shop, yeah, in El Cajon, where this is a perfect time of the year. It's like 103 in El Cajon today. I'm like, Dad, in the shade. I'm like, Dad, how if you com- count how many times you and I have changed the oil in our cars combined, it's probably not more than 10. We're gonna open up a mechanic shop, but my dad too didn't have the most. Open a dream. My dad, my dad didn't have the best patience like he was just an old school middle eastern dad that you know they just look at things so much differently 
I don't think him and I would have done well together in a business. <laughs> All right, Jorge, could you work with Maite eventually? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. I think she's always going to look at me as her father, and she's not going to – look, it's hard enough for me to be like, hey, pick up this or pick up that. And she's like, nope, you're going to do it. And I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> it's just bad enough. But can I work with my dad? I've worked with my dad. My dad's a painter, so he paints buildings, houses, whatever. Mm-hmm. And when I work with them, like – Besides just helping them with the like the setup is the most important thing when you're painting. Sure, you know how you tape things down and just working with his patience. Like he's taught me like a lot as far as like you know working with him. So I, I've learned a lot from my dad. So fact. Awesome. Could you do it, Em? Uh, Work with your mom or your dad? I I don't really want to do it either. The fields that they're in. Assume that they worked in, in the field sports, that I'm in. Radio, TV, uh, whatever. No, I'd find it very difficult. Yeah. I think my dad, I would lose patience with really quickly. My mom would lose patience with me really quickly. So I think it's kind of both. both Are you more like at your each mom other. or your dad? Uh, I'm more like my dad. Okay. Um, and you know, as my dad gets older, I can see more of like you know. Again, it's just like kind of at this point in time, it'd be hard to work with yeah. him too. Um, so uh, last night. The uh, Hard Knocks had a brilliant stroke, and they recreated uh, Sopranos theme. All right, so they had Robert Sala driving to the game, the final preseason Baller. game, it's and awesome. did all the cuts to what the same exact cuts that the Sopranos theme had. So this was perfectly executed. Alan, Fetter Cap. Uh, fact. By the way, this is I have no interest in Hard Knocks, at least right now. We are talking about it. You sent it to me this morning. There is a little bit of buzz. It's I know it's just about this scene, but I don't know too many people. I didn't like The Sopranos. I don't know too many people that, um, let's just say, doesn't know the storyline of The Sopranos, that doesn't know this song, that doesn't know the intro. The, yeah, the intro itself, even if you don't Iconic. like Sopranos, it's, its own is thing. Great. So I think this is, I think it was executed perfectly. Trev? For sure. I mean, they didn't miss a beat. Fact? I, I, fact, yes. I, I think I told you, my youngest son and I are, he's never seen The Sopranos before, so we're watching it together and we're most of the way through. So we'll watch an episode or two a week. So I've seen the intro to this a lot over the last several months and they absolutely nailed it. They, I wouldn't change a thing. All right, Jorge? You know how I feel about Sopranos? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. You, much like stretching, your Everybody, Sopranos is your stretching. No, they, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> One no, day no, no, he's no. going to watch Sopranos <laughs> and say, "Guys, wow, it was great. so no. good." The, the thing is this: everybody's talked about Mason Ireland. You guys, everybody's talked about it to the point where I'm like, "Why the hell am I going to watch it? I already know what happens." <laughs> well, well, you don't we know can't tell the story of the, of no. the show. I know, how, I know how it ends. It's you know how like, it I'm ends. Not, exactly. Here, so here's, why watch it? Because it's hilarious nah. and it's not trying to be. Yeah, it's good. It's also, even if awesome. you know how it ends, even if you know technically what happens at the end, you don't know why that matters. How yeah. about this? Watch one season. Ah, I'm good. One season. <laughs> Did you not hear the man time. say, who cares? I heard this from Travis once. There's a, I have a big marker and I put a big X over it. <laughs> yep. I'm not going to ever watch Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not? All right. One so... day Travis said that about stretching. <laughs> Things can change. Found the eraser. <laughs> Things can change. <laughs> um, so there, uh, for this Rockies broadcast, there is a fan in Colorado that had gotten a tall, soft serve in a cone. Right, so it was an older man, and he was just going at this soft serve cone. He was he was loving his life. He was loving the soft serve cone. The commentators were commentating on how literally much this doing guy loved play this. by play exactly <laughs> about how much he loves this this um, cone. And so it got me thinking. You know, when I, we've all gotten soft serve in a cone, and sure. again a tall soft serve in a cone. There is no casual way to eat a soft serve in a cone. It is always makes you look like either you're a little kid or looks like something else. <laughs> Jorge, fact or cap? Fact. 
And I'll tell you a story. One time we go to, El Pollo Loco has, you know, soft serve. Yeah. So we're at the drive-thru and Brenda's like, hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to start on a diet. I, you know, the summer's coming, this whole night. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm craving Pollo Loco. We pull up, we pull up to the drive-thru. And then I said, you know what? Give me the burrito and give me this. And on top of that, give me one of those chocolate dipped soft yep. serves, right? Mm-hmm. Those are good. The drive-thru person passes the, the, the cone in front of her face. You see her hand come up, <laughs> takes it. She's like, make it two. And she starts eating it. I never amazing. forget that story. But yeah, there's. She's like, I'll start after exactly. this drive through we'll experience. This one. There's we'll no casual one. way to eat no it. No casual ways. Okay. Traf- uh, fact. There, you either look like you're six or you look awkward, yep. shall we say. There, it's a. It's shaped the way it's shaped, and there's only one way to eat it, yep. and that's it. And it's delicious, and the dipped way is the best way to yes. do it. And then it melts a little bit, and you get a little of that chocolate on the oh, cone. Oh, yeah. Get out of here. It's terrific. Al? Fact. But I will say this. There is a strategy to this. So while they're doing the play-by-play of this guy eating his, um, his uh, it, it, cone or whatever, the problem is, and the reason why you try eating it so fast is because it's going to start dripping down your hand. It's mm-hmm. going to start dripping down the cone. So there's also, it's not like you can take your time. There right. is, there's a reason why you're doing it like this. Gotta put it right in. There's a reason why you're strategic <laughs> with it. So fact to all this and right. God bless that guy. So uh, I worked at a summer camp in Arkansas for a couple summers, and one of my jobs uh, was to work in the store, and the store had a soft serve machine. And I also worked at Chick-fil-A, and I worked at a soft serve machine there, too. I used to uh, have... So kids would come up to me specifically at the soft serve. Because they knew you were the ice cream lady? And I didn't do it every day, but I did most days, and I could stack it the highest. (laughs) And the price was the same, regardless of how high you could stack it. So I could get it up to, like... 10, 15 rings on that thing without a tipping, you know, because I could I could keep it even and the kids would go crazy for it. And then I would get in trouble because I would have to go clean up the spilled cones uh. when the kids eventually spilled it. But I was the fun counselor and that is worth it all. You were the one that could stack it, but they yes. aren't the ones that could eat it. Yes. That's that's the uh, six-year-old, that thing's going over. But hey, you know, they had a great time. I had a great time. And Did I, you and dip? I, no, they didn't have any dip at this mm. place. It, it was just a stack. You know who's got a, the best dip cone? When uh, DQ? Yep. DQ, and then with yeah. the little thing. Yep. The little curly cue. Yes. The whole thing. Oh, so man. good. So we good. used to always go. There's a place in literally, still in El Cajon since I was a kid, Yogurt Mill. And they would always, you put it in like, you get the small cup. You don't have to get a lot. And they would drop it into the big cup. Never made any sense to me. And then they would keep filling it up. I'm like, my small cup is now dropped into a big. They're perfect Terrific. with putting the toppings Terrific. first, then more yogurt on top. I'm in. Layer the damn thing. California Adventure, the cones, you get soft serve right there. I don't perfect. Oh, over by the uh, Cars Land. The, yeah. Yeah, at the cones, yeah, there's a soft serve right there. Man. That's a good spot. That's a good spot. <laughs> a good spot. Uh, Barkley was on with Bill Simmons. And this was, it, it, we didn't get a chance to get into it, but he said something that makes me think about this upcoming season. Basically, did the Lakers get lucky last year? Do they actually have a chance, or was it just a lucky, lucky draw? I want to get into that when we come back. We will do that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This is Aaron Carter, my first uh, <laughs> album. That's how I beat Shaq. <laughs> he talks about how he beat Shaquille O'Neal in a pickup contest, and that's the whole basis of this entire song. And the video, Shaq's in the video, right? Is that Shaq? I don't know if that's Shaq. I don't Jay-Z, think it's Shaq. Yeah, well, he's playing. Yeah, he's Eminem. Playing. Yeah, I don't know if Aaron Carter had higher Shaq for the day money. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so either. That, 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 Just had, had write a song on. about Shaq. Uh, Nas. Really. It is Shaq. Is oh, it, it really? is. Yes, it is Shaq. Wow. It is a young Shaq. 
That's amazing. Yeah, he's playing one-on-one with Aaron Carter. I've actually wow. never watched the music video, so that's funny. Yeah. This is what you want. Well, you better have Shaq in the on. video if you keep dropping his name. Shaq Boom. needs to move his feet on defense. He's he's very slow. Shaq, Shaq's not Jim. bodying him up. He's got a size advantage on him. That's how we'll beat Shaq. <laughs> you know, that's what I miss about buying albums oh, and stuff. Geez. All the album art in it. Remember yeah. all the like, yeah. stuff, the lyrics that were in the book? Open the it the, up, the lyric sheet. Yeah. You open the CD and yeah. then you take out the little booklet. Yep. It had all the songs, the lyrics, the credits. Man, the art. Now you got to go to YouTube. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Download it. Whatever. YouTube me that. Man. There was, um, when I was in Vancouver, just randomly walking around one of the areas, and they had a record shop. And it was uh, kind of just a, but it was a huge record shop. So, and I, I, I don't have a record player or anything like that, but there's an appreciation to these records, right? So, yeah, oh, for whatever sure. the genre of music is, you could just see the people that were there and if you're buying a record you probably have some type of a record album it means something to you oh, that yeah. i always find that so cool it's also more expensive you have to put your money into it so you know i have a couple of records yeah, i have my like dad's 60 old records. bucks do you have a were? turntable yeah i do um and i, I got a couple of years ago um and i have some of like i have some new stuff that i like to hear because it is the purest form to be able to hear it it has better qual- sound quality than anything else you can hear while streaming because they compress it anyway get into the stuff but i have um some stuff that i really like and i also have some old stuff i have my dad's records like it's really fun because then you can pass it on to people what was mr hebel listening uh, to back in the day Aaron carter okay the revival. <laughs> <laughs> okay ccr uh, so have, kind of southern rock kind yeah of genre? and we also best of elton john we have, okay. we have a queen album um Beach Boys. It was kind of an eclectic mix of stuff. That's, pretty eclectic, good. But That's all a kind pretty of good mix. Yeah. I like that. My parents have good, and they had, there was an ABBA one too. Well, yeah. the, okay. So Queen, ABBA, Elton John, CCR. Yeah. Even if you don't love any of those artists individually, I guarantee you, you know ten of their songs. Exactly. That, yeah. and, and that's that. That's the key, right? It's like you don't have to love. I know this one. I know this one. Everybody likes. That's the Queen cover band, Salt Lake uh, or Salt Creek uh, Beach Park. Sat there, I'm like, I know. There was only one song, I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard that before. It's a pretty good batting average. And if you know the songs, you'll pop your head to it. For sure, for sure. The 10th annual SoCal Hyundai ESPN LA Golf Classic, presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino, is coming up next Friday at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. Special thanks to our partners, Island Restaurants, Lava Craft Cocktail Mixers, and En Vogue Events. So, and we, you and I, it's funny. This week, we've we've talked a little bit about this. And Sorry, you know what that is. I right? do. What was it? That's you know the needle that hitting the record. Yeah, there's uh, nothing like that sound. Yeah, and when you hear those little pops and yes. hisses. Yeah. When also, dude, there's this one record that um, my friend has, and it has one of those like locked grooves where it keeps on going on this one note over. It's a purposeful thing to lock the groove, and so it's this new band, Boy Genius, that came out their album this year, and it just ends on this one note, and it keeps going forever. So you have to physically take the record off to t- change it, and it was. It's really cool that you can do something like that. That's what they used to call me in high school, lock the groove. Sure. Yep. <laughs> 100%. Cousin Slee, crates of records. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That was an art, man. Collecting records, mm-hmm. spinning. Oh, man, I remember going remember to Remember when they'd leave, they'd leave them in the wrong spot and they'd oh, warp? Yeah. You're like, well, that sucks. <laughs> there goes 11 bucks. No, but they were expensive. They yeah. Now you know and some of these records. Nowadays too, if you stores. order it off of Amazon, if you order it off of a thing, it can come warped to you. It can get, come broken, come warped. So it's always good to go to your local re- record shop and get it there. Yeah, you know, there's uh, that's it's it's a it's a different way, and I don't know, if, just bringing back the memory of it. But the CD thing is funny. The CD is you're gonna have photos in there. You're gonna have all the lyrics. You're gonna have unique things in there that have you know you just can't get today. So no, well, there it's in your phone. I mean, you'd have to, you could go find it probably, but it's not. 
right there in front of you where you tear the plastic off the, the CD or you you open up the the album cover and it's all printed in teeny tiny little print on the back or on the inside cover. I yeah. saw I saw somebody was on I can't remember it was probably on Instagram or something like that where a lot of people are saying hey, it's it's so much it's so unsafe to drive now because you got the distraction of your phone. Yeah. And this dude is just <laughs> clearly in the 90s, okay? Yeah. Driving his car, looking through his CD case, <laughs> doesn't know which one to get. He's dropping CDs. He's going yeah. down. He's like, "Are you sure it's it was safer before <laughs> than it is Flipping now?" Flipping cassette tape. You kept it under the seat. It's a that's right, like or a binder. The, Dude. Or when you had to get the like, map out and like pull the map out. And the try Thomas to Guide, out. where you're trying to go flip Dude. to page, you know, four hundred. Well, we are printing out E seven. We are printing out MapQuest. Oh yeah, printing I, out MapQuest. I don't know where I'm going, but MapQuest. Do you know how to use the Thomas back. Guide? I don't think I've ever. No, I don't think I've ever used. It. I think I figure it out, nah. but I don't think. Jorge, I've ever no, used it. I, I would have. Nah. Emily, do you? No, no. So Thomas Guide was a basically like a phone book. You still right? have one in the back of your car right now. <laughs> yeah, I have one in my garage just in case the <laughs> grid goes dark. I need to know how to get somewhere. Got something. So you there's a map of all of L.A. cut into circles, and it would say map two, three, four. Then you go, okay, map find map three. It's a little bit bigger. Cut into a bunch of different little circles or squares. And then it says grid, you know, grid A4. You find grid A4, you go to this. And you literally would have to turn the pages of this book six or seven times to get to where you needed to go. There's no way that wasn't more dangerous than just, you know, staring at your phone for half a second. Couldn't no find your CD. CD falls. <laughs> You got the changer. Uh, I also funny. remember being the importance of being a good passenger seat driver because, okay, so I, my dad used to drive me to all my soccer tournaments. And so I had a soccer tournament that was like an hour away. And we hadn't been to this place before. So I had to do the map quest. You're the navigator. Step. Yeah. And I missed one exit. And I heard in it Maryland. for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and I had never heard my dad be that mad at me about it something. Happens. So, you know, it, you Dad's know, but, get mad. you know, are we better off? Who knows? Who knows? Just don't ever look at the other people driving their cars. You're in the freeway. You'll never get on the road again. No one's looking at the road. No. Dude, I was more, no when, one. when I used to ride my Harley, I would look at these drivers. One time I saw a guy practicing drums driving with his knee. And I'm just like, <laughs> Was dude. it Taylor Smith? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. Shout out to you, Taylor. One time I was doing a radio show and somebody was telling me on the other side that they eat burritos <laughs> and they drive with their knee <laughs> so they could hold the burrito and put hot sauce. Look, th that's just <laughs> that's a lifestyle art, choice. That's just something that it's. I'd rather go out with my burrito properly salsa than live in a world where I don't get to put the salsa in the burrito. <laughs> so hot sauce in my burrito, baby. <laughs> that's happening. Hey, There's your the Charles so Barkley conversation. The salsa is key. The salsa is key. Uh, all right, read the quote, Salih, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about it. Um, all right, Barkley, Bill Simmons podcast, basically saying that the Lakers were lucky to have a great draw in the playoffs. AD's got to be MVP. Were they lucky or were they actually the fourth best team in the NBA? We do that coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 